Okay, ladies, you've been listening to this podcast for three reasons. One, to capture your dream. Two, to believe in yourself. And be sure the words you use for yourself are uplifting and encouraging. And three, to save our children. To speak life over our children. Our children are our future. Now, I'm going to tell a short story. I want you to stay with me. It's a true story. It's a story about a black little black girl. And it's a story that reflects the beginnings that a lot of young black women have had or are having in America today. It's to encourage you. Until you write your own stories or share stories by other black women about their children and their lives, you can use this one. This is a story begins with a little girl born in the city of Columbus, Ohio, almost 100 years ago. She was born in a large family of nine children. She was the eighth of nine children. And it's fair to say that she was pretty much ignored by all of the children and all of the goings on because by the time she was six years old, she had already been badly burned twice uh, in the kitchen where nobody was watching. Her job when she was about eight or nine years old was to go and purchase ice cubes, blocks of ice rather, for their ice box at home. I can't imagine, and I bet you can't either, a little eight or nine year old little girl getting two blocks of ice, one weighing 10 pounds, one weighing five pounds, but she did because that's what she was supposed to do. That was her job. She was, uh, grew to be tall and skinny and also self-conscious because she was disfigured by the burns. She was poor, she was black, she was female. But she didn't know that those were supposed to be strikes against her because when she was a little girl, about that age carrying those blocks of ice, an older brother who was going off to war said to her, Hattie, You need to have a dream. You need to have a dream that's going to get you out of these projects and onto a good life. And she said she didn't know exactly what he meant by that. And he said, you have to dream big. Dream big. So from that time on, she always dreamed that she would be a beautician and have her own shop. And she shared her dream with her sister, who just laughed at her and said, you can't do that. You can't even comb your own hair. How are you gonna be a beautician? But Hattie held on to her dream. And now Hattie is in high school. And all of the girls are talking about are boys, boys, boys. Well, Hattie didn't have a boyfriend, and she wasn't even sure she could get a boyfriend. Well, as the story goes, she did get a boyfriend, and Hattie got pregnant. That's right. She wasn't married, she hadn't finished school, and she was having a baby. So she did get married, and she had a second baby by the time she was 18 years old. So, 
most people were saying, oh, your life is over. You've got these two babies and this young man is a husband and you haven't finished school and so forth and so on. You get the picture, there was no one encouraging her. There was nobody, a mentor for her. But one of the things Hattie had done is that she knew how to sew. She was a great little seamstress. In fact, she had lots of jobs that were pending. So with two babies and no diploma and a husband that was trying to find work, Hattie decided she needed to recapture her dream. And first thing she decided was to go to night school and get her diploma. And while she was doing that, she also studied for her cosmetology license and got that. So by the time she turned 19, she had her diploma and she had her license and she started working. Well, as the story goes, by the time she was nearly 20, she and her husband bought a house. Now, how many of you can say you could buy a house at 20 years old and you just got your high school diploma? Well, she did. And they lived there for a time. And then when they sold that house, Hattie's dream had really kicked in and she decided it was time now to start her own business. So they bought not just a house, they bought a mansion. That's right. You see, your dreams will take you very, very far. She bought a mansion because her vision was to have the front part of its own commercial where she could put in her beauty shop. The rest they could live in and rent out the upper floors. Well, her dream was driving her, but city council was blocking her. But she didn't give up. She went for almost a year before she got city council to zone the front part of her property commercial. And can I tell you, that property is still zoned today. Her beauty shop is still there this day. But you see, Hattie's dream was still propelling her. She thought, well, gee whiz, the money that they made in selling their first house and buying a mansion, maybe she ought to get into real estate. Well, she did. She got her real estate broker's license. In the end, Hattie ended up purchasing many homes, paying for them, and and renting them out, and making lots of money. Now, you would say, well, gee whiz, her life was pretty cool. It was, what's the point? The point is, Hattie was married to an abusive man. Yeah, like some of you out there, bad relationship. She was doing well in her business, raising her beautiful two little children, a boy and a girl, but putting up with all of this abuse. It took her years before she finally divorced her husband. Yeah, you know, she loved him down to his shoestrings. But finally she realized he didn't have a dream. He didn't know who he was. And he couldn't join her in who she was. How many of you know this story? How many of you have seen this happen to you? How many of you have latched on to that knight in shining armor, as I said before, only he turned out not to be the knight and not to have the armor? This is why, ladies, 
we have to be all that we are. We don't put down anybody, and we certainly need to affirm our black men. But we need to start with ourselves. We need to tell ourselves we are fabulous. We are fantastic. We are fierce. We are a force to be reckoned with. And believe it. You know, Hattie went on to join us. She started skiing at 50. She made jewelry and upholstered furniture. And as I said before, she's sold and paid for many homes, apartment buildings. I mean, this have could you have more humble beginnings? But she didn't look at where she started. You see, where you start out is not how you end up. In the state of black people in America today, this is not how we're going to end up. And if we're going to change it, it starts with us. I'm telling you. You know, we see these young men. You see them. I know you do. They have their pants sagging. And I, I know everybody's tired of hearing about it, but I'm telling you, it's a sign of the times that they don't know where they're going and they don't know who they are. Think about it. When you dress for success, when you put on those fabulous shoes in that stunning outfit and your hair is just so, can't nobody touch this, right? And you show it, you walk it. I'm telling you, our children have to own that same thing. It comes from us, ladies. It comes from us. When was the last time you looked at your child and said, you are beautiful? You are beautiful. You know, I know a lot of you saw the movie They Help, and the black lady, the nanny, says to the little white baby that she's getting ready to leave, you are smart, you are kind, you are beautiful. That's what we need to be saying to our children. Hello? Who tells them if we don't? We must affirm them. There's just a couple more things that I want to leave with you. The first thing is that 3.2 million years ago, anthropologists discovered the first mama. How about that? The first human mama in Egypt. She was black in case you didn't get that. And they called her Lucy. Because at the time, 1974, Lucy in the Sky was a song the Beatles were singing. 3.2 million years ago, God said, my first woman is a black woman. Whoa. What? Yeah. This is for those of you who don't, who didn't know and need to be reminded that God created you for a purpose. He put a dream in your heart. You got to live it. And when you start living your dream, all the rest of us are going to come along. We all have to do our part. But you know what? Three million years later, you know what else God did? He picked a woman, a poor black woman in Roanoke, Virginia, who was a tobacco farmer, and she ended up getting ovarian cancer. Her name was Henrietta Lakes. And she actually died at 31. 
in John Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. But before she died and after she died, a doctor harvested her cells from her uterus. Turns out that this black woman that God picked had cells that don't die. That's right, they're called HeLa cells, H-E for Henrietta and L-A for Lakes. And they are, she died in 1952. Her cells are still living. What? Did you hear me? Her cells have been duplicated and are in laboratories around the world. Her cells have found cures or helped establish cures for polio, for diabetes, for high blood pressure. Her cells, her cells will continue in perpetuity because they don't die. What? Fact check me. Henrietta likes a black woman. Now, the, the connection that I want you to see is the first woman who birthed everybody was black. And now, in 1951, God chose a black woman from her uterus, where we birth people, hello, that her cells don't die. What? Oh boy, if that doesn't tell you, my lovely woman, my lovely friend, that you are fabulous and fiercely made. I don't know what else does, but I do have one more thing. The stars in the sky, they're too numerous to count. We all know we've seen them, depending on where you live, how much you can see it in the sky. But here's what I really want you to get. 97% of the ingredients, if for lack of a better word, properties that make up a star are in you. What? If that doesn't mean God wants your star to shine, I don't know what else to tell you. Ladies, this is our time. We got to get going. We got to do this. It's important. We're marching. That's good. But we got to do more than that. We got to claim our dream. We got to get busy. We got to save our children. Thank you so much for your time. This is my dream. God bless you.